Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope everyone's enjoying their week. Uh, welcome to a special episode of the podcast. Tonight, I will be talking about the PGA Championship, golf's second major of the year. Uh, as you know, I've discussed it many times before. Golfers now have every month up until August with a major. So we had the Masters last month with Matsuyama winning, and then we have uh, this one where the defending champion, uh, Colin Morikawa, Hopefully does pull out a win, and then we got the U.S. Open, as well as the British Open, which we had not had last year due to COVID. And again, Bryson DeChambeau did win the U.S. Open, who I did not uh, mention uh, before. But here we are now, and this is going to be a good year. We're now. It's been over a year since we've had all four for all four majors in the same year. So with the PGA Championship, it's always good. Like I talked about, Colin Morikawa is uh, the defending champion will he be able to do what he did in uh late last year to win now he did play very well won with a couple strokes uh, but can he repeat that now again i've talked on multiple times on how the course can be affected on how the weather because just remember uh Last year, it was earlier on, or sorry, later on in the year. Uh, so when we were talking about that, it was at the beginning, it wasn't August last year. So when I say later on, I'm not meaning like that. I'm meaning later on the season because it's usually supposed to be in May. Um, but we had it in August last year. They were in San Francisco this year. They're in North Carolina at Kiowa Island Resort. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, for that, we have been, now they haven't been at Kiowa since 2012, where Rory McIlroy uh, won, uh, and he won convincingly, dominating performance. Uh, not much since we have seen in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, so we saw him win uh, by eight against Lynn. That was the last time they played at Kiowa. Will he be able to do that again? Uh, hard to say. He has been playing very well this season, coming off a win at Quails Hollow. So can he do that as well? Jordan Spieth other golfers. So later on, I will discuss the field, my picks, who I like. I'll discuss the Canadians as well. So it is going to be an interesting tournament. Now, the last few years, the scores have been good. Definitely double-digit scores for the winner. Uh, just the one year when JT won at Quail Hollow, uh, he won 8-under. So we'll see how that goes as well. So again, I will talk about, or uh, we'll talk about those but again, the last few years, we have seen double-digit uh, wins, more than the single digits. Uh, I did mention JT. There's also Brooks Kepka uh, as well as we had Keegan Bradley, but that was in 2011. So again, majority of the time, it is double-digit low scores. So going back to uh, where I was going to start focusing on, I'm going to talk a little bit about the PGA Championship. Now, the PGA Championship was established in 1916, um, being additionally added on to more majors now that we have four, the Open, the Masters, and the U.S. Open. So that was the four. So the Masters wasn't established really until uh, the 1930s, but you also had amateurs as well, but the PGA Championship was a big one. And like I talked about, it was it used to be in August until 2019 uh, when it was moved to mid-May, and that's when it started to uh, move. So last year, we didn't really have that in May like it was supposed to, and then it moved to August where we were kind of used to it already. So uh, COVID did play a factor into that last year, shutting down the play. 
So this year we finally have it in May and we'll see how it goes. Now the weather will play a factor into that. Um, and I will get to that momentarily because again, I'm talking about the history of it. So again, established in 1916, again, always in August, multiple winters since then. Uh, but right now when we're looking at it at that time, it was set up as a match play event. Uh, now I have talked about how I've liked match play and how I think of one of the majors or if they had a fifth major, they should establish that as a match play tournament. Why? Because it's about the competition, it's about the strategy, every hole is worth a value. Not like when you're playing a course on stroke play, where you know whoever has the best score after the four rounds uh, wins the tournament. Match play, it's great. It's about strategy, and you can have those great matchups. Now, it shows every golfer's weaknesses on the course. It shows what you can and cannot do. It can show that a golfer who can bomb a course, that they, can barely, they literally become ineffective. Uh, but that was the PGA Championship. They had that established with the match play. And I was getting a little sidetracked, but the match play eventually dissolved. In 1958, they moved it up to stroke play, and that's what we've been seeing ever since. And you know what? It's always been fun. It's always been a great tournament. Like I talked about, it was always the last major of the year. Now, going forward, it's going to be the second major. Like I talked about, the PGA has had it now that April, May, June, July, every month, Every one of those months will have a major and we'll be finishing off with the British Open, which a lot of people are excited for, especially with this year going on when we haven't had the British Open. And again, like these podcasts and these specials, I will discuss that as well going down the road. But having the PGA Championship in the proper month, it's going to be great to see. We had that little bit of history and now going with this, now it's all about the weather. Like I said, last year was in August. We saw what the Masters was like when the weather was different in the different months. November is completely different. November in Augusta is definitely completely different than Augusta in April. And with the PGA Championship, it's never won at one course. So Augusta is always going to be different. It's always going to be the same course for the Masters. But like the PGA, like the Open, like the U.S. Open, the courses are always going to be different. We've seen that. I talked about how Kiowa was played last played in 2012. But when we're looking at here at the different courses that have gone on over the last let's say five years, we'll take a look at here. So San Francisco last year at TPC Harding Park, uh, Farmingdale, New York at Bethpage Black Course, where we've seen actual multiple US Opens played. Uh, Quail Hollow, which we just saw played a couple weeks ago with Roy McIlroy, uh, bringing, up the bringing up the win there. Uh, Belle Reve Country Club in Missouri, uh, Bastoral Golf Course, and that's in Springfield, New Jersey. And also we have Whistling Straits in Kohler, Wisconsin. So it's always going to be different everywhere that they play. And it's always going to be fun when we look at it here. And you know what? We've seen uh, multiple winners over the last couple of years. And I've, we've only had a couple. And not only one back-to-back, -back, and that was Brooks Kepka in 2018-2019. And he won at two different courses. And at a course that's very tough, which is very, very tough. And we saw, like I talked about, double-digit low scores compared to only a couple where there were under the double digits, and we have here uh, three in the last 10 years. So Kepka won with an eight under uh, in 2019. We had JT in 2017, and we had Keegan Bradley in 2011. But since then, or even overall, we've had multiple scores. Now the lowest score overall during that time was Jason Day, and he shot 20 under, and it's good. But we haven't had a dominating performance in the PGA. Uh, not since Rory McIlroy's eight-stroke eight win in 2012, 
where he played at the same course that's going to be playing this week. And it's going to be good to see. We'll see how everything turns out for that. Um, you know what? It's always going to be a great course. We know how well it's played there. We know what the scores can be when we're looking at it. But here's the thing. Can we see a repeat of what he had done? That's the question. Because this course can, you know, it shows that it can struggle. Because when you're looking at the scores again, only one person was in double digits and it won by big. Kind of similar to, you know, DeChambeau at the U.S. Open last year. No, only one under par. But when we see here, only McElroy had double digits. Everyone else, the second place, Lynn, he was at five under four the tournament. So we'll see what that course can do. Will that course be the same style course that we saw in August 2012? This year in May of 2021. That's the big question. We know that the weather can be different. We know that the courses, the grass, everything and how it's set up could be different. I know that they're gonna definitely gonna wanna make it a little bit tougher. We just saw this past weekend at the Byron Nelson of, you know, Lee shooting 25 under. We saw Spieth who had, I think, 17 under for the four days. No, we know what this course can do. We know, well, we know what courses can do to whatever and how they set it up. But I think with the aspects of everything going on in the last couple of weeks, we have seen some high scores, or sorry, low, low scores in reference to, you know, minus 10s, 20s, 15s. We've seen the scoring improve and definitely be dominating this season uh, but can we see that this week will that be will that be playing a factor who knows uh, but we know that you know only one golfer really had a dominating factor at this now going into the field because uh, i will discuss the field as well uh, do we have that golfer can do that we know what the golfer can so going to discuss the course uh, right now because I want to look at where they're playing this year because the 2021 Master or PGA Championship is going to be great. It's going to be a good course to play at. So right now just they're playing at Kiowa at the Ocean Course. We know what they can do. We know what it's capable of. Uh, currently right now it's 58 degrees Fahrenheit which is whew, it can be a little warm. I uh, definitely struggle. Uh, so let's just take a look here uh, right now because we, you know, we know what it can do. Uh, but the weather is going to play a factor in this. Again, I've talked about it before. A lot of people are like, well, no, the weather can't really play a factor. It actually can because it, it's the way the greens are. It's the way the fairways are going to be. You know, it's going to be a little tough on how it's going to be approached with this week. So just taking a look here at the tournament just because. You know, it's a big week. It's, it's going to be exciting as well. So right now, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the course uh, before I get into the field. I know I mentioned I was going to talk the field, but let me talk about the course. So Kiowa Island, South Carolina, uh, they're playing the ocean course. Uh, so Kiowa Island Golf Resort, the ocean course. So just under 7,900 yards, 7,826, or sorry, 7,876 yards. Uh, par 72. So we'll see how everything turns out for this course. It's going to be a good one. Uh, right now, two people, uh, Jason Day has the overall record uh, for uh, 20 under in 2015. And we've seen Brooks Kepka aggregate 264. That's his total number of rounds uh, for the four days, the low score for four rounds. So it's a great event we've seen what people can do in the pga we all know what tiger did when he won the pga that led off to the tiger slam and 
great performances by him throughout uh, the history of the game. But the PGA Championship's always been fun. Again, this is where we're finally seeing it be the the second major of the year. Last year, it was the first because we had the Masters postponed. We had the U.S. Open postponed. Uh, the B, uh, British Championship was cancelled, or sorry, the British Open was cancelled, so last year was the first one, and we saw how well Colin Morikawa did to win his first major. He had a great, a great tournament, uh, won by a couple strokes, it was, a, it was a good tournament and great event for him. We saw what he was able to do, we know that he's a young golfer, we know that he can play, we know that he can hit, we know that he can drive that ball. So Colin Morikawa did win with 13 under, uh, just winning by a couple strokes to Casey Johnson. Day, who's a defending champion, uh, the Shambo was up there, Shuffler, Finau, Wolf, all those guys were there. And you know what, the course last year, it, it showed that everyone was able to get those slow scores. Now, it was the same as the last few years, not really one dominating the course. We've seen a couple people win by one, two, three strokes. Again, no one since Rory since 2012 has won by that bigger margin of the eight strokes. But we're definitely seeing the low scores, and especially over the last year, uh, especially this season, we've definitely seen those strokes uh, get lower. Sorry, those scores get lower and lower. And the great fear is uh, what happened this past weekend. Can that be happening as well? We'll see. We'll see how well they are designing the course. But again, in 2012, we saw Rory, yes, he shot double digits, but everyone else was single-digit low scores for that. And the closest one, again, was 500. So going to the field, uh, looking at it now, we do have a lot of golfers here. We want to know who do I like, who's going to be in it, who's going to be the favorite to win, uh, who could win. Um, but when we look at it here, a lot of faces. We do have DJ, we do have... Uh, JT, we have Spieth, we have Rory, who's won multiple times, Kepka, who's won back-to-back here before. We have two Canadians who are in the field as well, Connors and Hughes. What are they going to be like? That's the question. Are they going to be able to do anything? Jason Day has won before. He, that's where he won his first and only major. So going to the Canadians right now, Corey Connors, who has been having a good season, I'm not going to disregard what he has and hasn't been doing. It's been good. Multiple top 10 finishes, you know, competing in the uh, the Masters. We saw he was like at the players and other tournaments. Hasn't closed out to win. So it'll be great for him to see that. We all know and I've discussed uh, what he's like on moving day and then doing what he's been doing on day four. Can he be aggressive? Can he get over to that next spot? Can he go there? That's the question. Hughes, on the other hand, hasn't been really as great as Connors this season. He is a good golfer, consistent, but he hasn't been showing that he can be dominating and controlling. So I'd like to see those guys get into the weekend, which I hope they do. Uh, you know, Kiowa, the ocean course, will be tough uh, this weekend, and I've talked about that before. But again, it's really hard to predict with the way the weather can be in May. That's what I'm saying. The course is always different compared to a couple months beforehand or a couple months later on in the year. Always going to be a different factor. So we'll see how this plays out. And now again, I like the Canadians to get there into the weekend. I'd like them to get some scores where they're at least in contention or able to make a good, smart move on moving day and get themselves up there where they're at least competing or getting close to that overall lead for the PGA. 
we'll see. Uh, but those, that's what I would like for those two guys, especially Corey Connors. He needs to take advantage of day three and be aggressive and start moving up. We, I know he can make the shots. I know he's great with his irons. But it's always just about being aggressive and getting to that. That's the thing. That's the one thing I would like. Uh, going to the rest of the field, uh, Spieth, uh, right now he is my favorite to win it. Uh, he has been playing lights out this year. Uh, he, I think he. the reason why also is this is the one major that he needs for the career Grand Slam. He's won the Masters. He's won the Open. He's won the British Open. Can he get this to get the career Grand Slam? Now, not many golfers can get that. Jack has it. Tiger has it. Snead has had it. There's not many people in the world or in golf right now that can say that they have the career Grand Slam. Rory is still missing out on his career Grand Slam. Uh, Phil Mickelson is still missing that. Phil Mickelson's won multiple times in the majors, Masters, British, and the PGA. But right now, he's still missing that U.S. Open to get his career Grand Slam. So think about that. It's hard to win all four. Kepka, who basically plays extremely well at the U.S. Open, and at the PGA, because he likes to play in majors. He's admitted it that majors are what he wants to win. But it would be great for him to you know, start going out after other majors and showing what he's been doing at those two, you know, at the Masters, at the British Open. It would be great for that. But going back, so the field, I talked about the two Canadians. Spieth, again, I am liking him because I want him to get that career Grand Slam. I want to show what he's been doing. He has been consistent. He's been in play over the last few tournaments. We've seen him win and that win losing streak. We saw him just play very well. He was playing very well this past weekend at the Byron Nelson. He shot about 17-under for the weekend. He was out of contention with the lead because we saw Lee just dominate with that 6-under Sunday and win 25-under overall for the tournament. But can Spieth be controlling and dominating D1, or on day one and go forward? It would be great to see, you know, uh, DJ get there, start getting himself Rory win another major. It's been a couple of years since DJ Justin, or not DJ, uh, Rory, Justin, uh, or sorry, Jordan to win those championships. JT, who has won the PGA Championship as well. he We have seen what he's been able to do. Can he capitalize and show the field? Can Bryson DeChambeau, who is a big hitter, who has been showing that his long ball can dominate some courses, can this play a factor? Because you know what? It is a 70 so just under 7,900 yards like I talked about with what he's been able to do. And we've seen him do that at certain courses. Can he be able to do and just dominate the course? That's the question. Can he show us what he's capable of? Can he control that long ball? Can he attack the holes? It, it works well if you're a big hitter. I know Colin can hit it. Matt Wolf can hit it. DJ is very well. Rory has shown this year that he can bomb it. Same with JT and Spieth. They are all showing that they can hit the long ball. But the question is, who's going to be the strategist? Who's going to be attacking each hole, getting where their shots are going to be? It's a great way you can do on day one, but right now I want to see what they're going to do on day three, day four, if you're there for the weekend. That's the thing. And the Shambo, I've talked about him before. You know, there's times where I've trash-talked him and he's proven me wrong, but I've seen him struggle. And we've seen him where it's like, it's his putting game. It's his approach shots. You know, it would be cool if he just, you know, maybe he just took a little bit off of his drive and then be a little bit more smarter, smarter with his irons. A lot of different chances with his wedges. He's got to be more consistent with the putter. That's the thing, right? The putter has to be consistent for him, and we haven't seen that. 
Well, we have, but you know, sometimes it's let him down. That's the thing. It can let him down. It's let him down more often than none. But he's got to be able to be uh, better. Course management will play a factor with this course this weekend. Let's be clear with that. It can be. Will we have a dominating? I don't think so. With the way we've seen the PGA Championship the last couple of years. Yes, we saw Rory again, same course. But I don't think we're going to see that this weekend. If someone's going to win, it's going to be about two, three strokes. We're not going to see eight, ten strokes. Are we going to see everyone with low scoring rounds? We may see scoring low, low rounds, but we're not going to see like everyone at ten under for day two or you know twenty under like what we saw with Jason Day in 2015. I don't think we're going to see that there. Will we see people with double digit low scoring rounds? Maybe. Uh, again, only Rory's done that uh, at this course, and that was nine years ago. So it's really going to be a tough call to see. Now, overall, who am I liking if I'm choosing? If I'm going to give you three golfers to win. Um, so I'm liking Jordan Spieth as my winner. He's my favorite. I would like my dark horse to be Corey Connors, uh, just because, you know what, I'm really hoping for that Canadian to win another major. We haven't seen one since Mike Weir, but it would be great. You know what? I think a lot of people would like to see Corey do that because of how well he has been playing. Um, my other one, you know what? I talked about DJ. You know, he's got two majors already. It would be great for him to start working towards that Grand Slam. Uh, Rory, who has been playing well and has just won. He won at Quail Hollow just a couple weeks ago. Can he win it? Uh, can he get back to that form? We've seen him struggle over the last couple of years. The shamble, you, you could say, you know, depending with this long ball. But if I'm going to go with someone, you know what, if it's going to be a third one, I might as well go with John Ram. Because, you know, he has been playing well this season. He's shown what he's capable of doing. And we'll see what he can do with this course. He can definitely play the long ball. Oh, and uh, one golfer that I should be talking about later on, and I'll mention in the moment after I'm done talking about John Ram as one of my favorites. Uh, it'll be great for him to be there as well. It will be. Uh, for Rom, I would like to see him get into contention. We've seen him play very well this season. And, you know, we've seen him do get there within reach of some of the majors over the last year or two. So it'll be good for him to get over that hump, get that first major win, because he's definitely shown that he can play. We've seen his putts be amazing this season. He's definitely shown that he's been able to squeeze out those long putts. And his drives have been working, but, you know, sometimes it's those in-betweens, those shots that he needs to get in contention. But again, you know, there's some tournaments you've been watching where his putting has saved him. We've seen him do that. So I would like uh, John Rahm to be that third option to win. Uh, now, one person that's actually in a major uh, this year is Ricky Fowler. I've talked about him multiple times on this course, uh, or sorry, podcast. And you know what? I was looking over the field, and he's here. He's there. We didn't see him in the Masters, but here he is in uh, the PGA Championship. Will he be anywhere as one of my favorites? No, just because his inconsistent play. That's the thing, right? He's been really, really inconsistent over the last year and struggling. So it'll be good. Maybe he gets into the weekend. That would be great to see. Uh, but right now, it could be a struggle. It could be a struggle for him as well, especially with how long this course is. But again, I am, again, I'll repeat my favorites. I am liking Spieth, Rom, and my dark horse as Corey Connors because I'm really rooting for the, uh, the Canadian. And you know what? There are some other golfers here I could look at and talk about. And I really do believe, as much as I would like Kucher to win, you know, we've seen him struggle. 
Kepka. You know what, Kepka would like to see maybe win a third. And you know what, his knee, let's see if it's fully healthy. That's the thing, right? We saw him miss out on the Masters. We know that his knee was just recovering from surgery. Can he do that as well? Uh, it'll be good. It will be well. But you have Shifley, who's been playing well. Hovland has been there. There's Shane Lowry, who's been playing well. There are other golfers there. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama, our current Masters champion. Can he take over? Can he go back-to-back, being back-to-back majors winner? That's the thing, right? Kepka has been the back-to-back PGA Championship winner. Can we see Hideki Matsuyama be the back-to-back major? Hmm? Will we see someone win twice in the same year or within the last 12 months with a major uh, other than repeating with the same championship? We haven't seen that in a while. It, ha- it hasn't. It has been a while. We haven't seen you know consistent. Can we see a back-to-back majors champion? Matsuyama's in it. Could he do that? We'll see. It's going to be a good field. A lot of it could be. It could be Deshambo who's been playing well. Could Morikawa repeat? It'll be great. It would be. I have a lot of a lot of questions going on for this weekend, and we'll see how everything turns out. Round one is tomorrow. Uh, for the times, you know, it's. I'm just going to take a look at those times right now because I got to look at the pairings. That's the one thing I didn't really talk about was the pairings. Uh, so I just skipped over and missed the tee times. So uh, let's take a look at the groupings uh, for right now. So let's go here. Uh, right now, uh, we have Brendan Burden, Weisberg, Hogg, Damon. Uh, right there, Daly, Jimmy Walker, and Jason Duffner at uh, 7:44. Kevin Kisner, Laird, Swafford at 7.55. So let's take a look here at the fields. Can you kind of want to look at who the big names are? And we're going to look at that. It's probably going to be later on in the day. So if we're going to take a look here, let's go right now. What do I have here? I'm at 2 o'clock, 2.26. Oh, well, Mackenzie Hughes is actually teeing off at the last group, 2.37. So it's three for every group, not your standard four. Ah, Adam Hadwin. I've... Uh, Missed out on him, so we have multiple Canadians in this tournament. So that's my bad. I'm my not doing my proper check on the field. So we have three Canadians. Adam Hadwin, who has not been playing badly. Uh, all right. So Tony Finau, Fitzpatrick, Corey Connors at 103. But you know what? Good for Hadwin to get there. He got in there. Looks like he just squeaked in as well. So we'll see what Hadwin can do this weekend. As you know, he's been good. I would like for an all Canadian weekend for the ma- the majors. Uh, we'll see what they can do. Uh, so, again, Corey Connors, Hadwin, Hughes, all great. They'll all be uh, going in later on. All right, so the grouping of the day from what I'm seeing here. So let me just take a look. All right, so back-to-back groupings here. Actually, Lee Westwood is a name I would like to see win a major. Best golfer to never win a major right there. All right, so here is the groupings, uh, the two groupings that I'm looking at. So we got... Rory, JT, Brooks Kempka at 833. And then you got Colin Morikawa, Dust, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Hideki Matsuyama. That's going to be a good group right there. And then we're taking a look at the others. Um, oh, right now, everyone's all over the place. Abraham Anser, who actually had a good uh, tournament a couple weeks ago. Uh, but right now, and then you have Day, Mickelson, Harrington. That's a unique group. Rom, Fleetwood, Patrick Reed. Jay, Justin Rose, Cameron Smith, Gary Woodland. Cameron Smith could be an underdog in this. And then the best putter in the PGA, Steve Stricker. Uh, but overall, okay, here we go. One, uh, 158, Simpson, Zali Torres, and Jordan Spieth. So we see that there as well. So the field is looking good. The pairings are great. Uh, but if you're going to definitely want to check it out early with that grouping that I talked about, 
with McElroy, Kepka, and then you got Matsuyama, Morikawa going on next after them. So the tee times are looking good. You're definitely going to be sporadic throughout. You definitely get to see the heavy hitters earlier on in the morning. So that'll be good. Uh, so again, I'll be checking up on that. Uh, and then Saturday, I'll be going over the first two rounds of the PGA Championship. Uh, just to recap on how everything is going. And then, you know, Monday, I'll discuss the final round. The winner, who could it be? Could be could Mark Howard as a repeat. We haven't seen the repeat since Kepka. Uh, so could we have that there? Or, sorry, back-to-back. That's what I should say, back-to-back PGA Championship winners. Or could we have Matsuyama to be the first back-to-back major winner? It's been a while since we've seen that. Uh, can we see Corey Connors win, or Adam Hadwin, or Mackenzie Hughes win for Canadian, having them win another major uh, for Canada? Or can we see a DeChambeau destroy this course, just take advantage of it? Or does McElroy win this course again? JT, does he get... Not JT. Uh, well, JT could win as well. He's won here before. But could Jordan Spieth get the career Grand Slam? That's the question. A lot, a lot of questions uh, for this week, and you know what? I'm hoping that my pick, Jordan Spieth, to win it is there. I really would like to see a career Grand Slam, something that we have not seen in a while. Uh, not something that you can really talk about. Tiger is the last one to get the career Grand Slam. We're still waiting on Phil Mickelson because he has to win the U.S. Open to get his. Uh, Rory still has a chance to get his. Uh, we also have, again... Uh, Jordan Spieth, again, trying this week to see if he can win that one. So it'll be good. It'll be history, something that we have not seen since Tiger Woods. But we'll we'll see how this turns out, and I am looking forward to it. So I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, this little special of the PGA Championship, a little bit of history, a little bit about the field, the course. I'm hoping that it's a good weekend. Uh, I hope that it's, you know, I don't want a dominating performance, so it would be great to see. Again, this course has shown that it, can be that a golfer can take over this course there are plenty of golfers in this field that could be i talked about cameron smith being an underdog and potentially win there's shifley i talked about deshambo if he can get his long ball and game management under control he could take away with this but this course can show that it well especially this course particularly because we saw what rory did but that's one particular golfer taking over the course and that could be tough it can be but you know we've seen what the courses can do uh, to golfers can be a low score not it'll be a low scoring you know we'll see but it won't be super super low scoring where we're going to see everyone in double digits someone with 20 under i don't think that's what the course is going to bring out this week uh, but hey it's all depending on the weather like i said some things can just change and someone can take it over so i hope you enjoyed this little special of the pga championship again saturday i'll discuss the first couple rounds and always every monday i'll discuss the winner of it as well when we'll talk about it. again, who could it be? And I'm named off the couple, but I am really rooting for Spieth to get this. So thank you for listening to the PGA, spe- uh, PGA Championship special tonight. I will talk to you guys on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Take care. Have a good night. This is the Draining Jimmy's podcast. <laughs>